You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. On this episode of the OFNT podcast, I have very little news in any of these segments. You know and I know what's dominating our news, and I'm sure you can't wait for the return of normalcy, whatever that is now. I wrap it all up with a rant. So let's do this. Hello, welcome to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. And the new tech, at least for me, is this podcast. I hope you are all doing well and having a great week. I also hope this finds you with tolerance for the shelter-in-place situation. Corrections. At the end of last week's episode... I incorrectly stated that it was episode 22. It was, in fact, episode 23. See, kids? This is what you have to look forward to. Politics. One good thing that seems to be coming from this pandemic is the revelation of the amount of infiltration by the Communist Party of China on the world's organizations and media. They even have a so-called reporter in the rotation of the White House press corps. She works for an outfit called Hong Kong Phoenix TV, supposedly a private entity. Upon further research, it turns out this, quote, news organization, unquote, is run by a former propaganda specialist of the People's Liberation Army and is partly owned by the government of China. Instead of asking a question, this reporter just regurgitated a Communist Party talking point before she was stopped and called out by the president. I'll say it until you are sick of it. Follow the money. Moving on to some tech news. Citing BGP hijacks and hack attacks, feds want China Telecom out of 
U.S. reads the headline from ArsTechnica.com. Citing the misrouting of U.S. Internet traffic, malicious hacking, and control by the Chinese government, a group of U.S. executive agencies are recommending the FCC revoke the license which authorizes China Telecom to provide international telecommunication service to and from the United States. The recommendation comes amid an escalation in tensions between the U.S. and China over a host of issues, including trade, disagreements about the handling of the novel coronavirus, and hacking. Thursday's move comes as part of a review the FCC disclosed last year when the agency barred China Mobile Limited from the U.S. market. The federal government has also designated both Huawei and ZTE as national security threats. Quote, the security of our government and professional communications, as well as our most private data, depends on our use of trusted partners from nations that share our values and our aspirations for humanity. Unquote. That was done by John C. Demers, Assistant Attorney General for National Security. He said this in a release. Quote, today's action is but our next step in ensuring the integrity of America's telecommunication systems, close quote. The article goes on to describe instances when Internet traffic was routed through China and even Russia by China Telecom and other Chinese telecos. A researcher revealed in 2018 that China Telecom diverted U.S. domestic Internet communications to mainland China before sending them on to their intended destinations. Of course, this would allow various spy agencies to monitor unencrypted data. I wasn't even aware that China Telecom was even allowed to operate in this country, much less handle U.S. Internet data. It seems that the screws are tightening. And about time. From MSPowerUser.com, Zoom accused of being a tool for Chinese spies. Troubles are piling up rapidly for video conferencing company Zoom, who has been accused repeatedly of lack security. Now, Time reports that three counterintelligence agencies have observed foreign spies using the platform to spy on Americans. While China hasn't been the only one who took advantage of Zoom's poor security to spy on companies and individuals, they are believed to be the most aggressive. Of course they are. More than anyone else, the Chinese are interested in what American companies are doing, said one U.S. official. Eric Yan, Zoom's Chinese-American CEO, has promised to address these security issues. But the number of companies and governments that have banned the tool are piling up rapidly ranging from the U.S. Senate, the government of Singapore, and Taiwan, and companies as diverse as SpaceX. Now, I'm not insinuating anything about Mr. Yan, but Chinese intelligence targets overseas Chinese and foreign-born Chinese. Just search for American Chinese espionage cases, and you will see what I mean. Maybe Mr. Yan was seeking some seed money and when he was starting his company and the MSS through other shell companies obliged. The real lesson here is to make certain the app you choose has been vetted by security experts. This was just one of many articles in my newsfeed highlighting the lack of security 
with the Zoom app. Signal threatens to leave the U.S. if Earnit Act passes. This article is from Wired.com. The end-to-end encrypted messaging app Signal, which is respected and trusted for its transparent, open-source design, says that it will be one of the immediate casualties should the controversial Earnit Act passes Congress. Written by South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham and Connecticut Democrat Richard Blumenthal, and introduced in the Senate last month, the Earnit Act claims to be a vehicle for improving how digital platforms reduce sexual exploitation and abuse of children online. But the law would really create leverage for the government to ask that tech companies undermine their encryption schemes to enable law enforcement access. Signal developer Jonathan Lund said in a blog post on Wednesday that Signal is not cool with that. Well, Mr. Lund Lund did not actually put it that way. I read the blog post and he describes what the law says and the effect it would have on his company. More specifically, he noted that Signal would face insurmountable financial burdens as a result of the law and would therefore be forced to leave the U.S. market rather than undermine its encryption to stay. Given that Signal is recommended and used across the Department of Defense, Congress, and other parts of the U.S. government, this would be a seemingly problematic outcome for everyone. The old saying, never let a good crisis go to waste, applies here. Those sneaky bastards on the Hill are trying to sneak this one past us. They, and by they I mean Congress, did this right after 9-11 with the Patriot Act, and now they present this. It has been proven that the government, and especially law enforcement elements, will abuse the authority given to them. I'm not against enforcing the laws of the land and stomping the guts out of child abusers, but how about concentrating on the criminals without penalizing the rest of us? I know some people will use the old, hey, what do I care? They can look at my stuff. I'm not a bad guy excuse, but with modern technology, all data can be vacuumed up. Remember the reports of NSA employees watching and listening to innocent citizens' private communications to relieve their boredom? Well, I sure do. Now I'll move to some tech I'm using. During these days of the lockdown, of course, the most used tech for me is the Apple TV. I also have a Roku, but it sits unused. While I find the Roku more flexible, the polish of the Apple TV's user interface has made it the main streaming box in my home. Yes, the remote could be better, but it's it does its job. I have both the 1080p version and the 4K version of the Apple TV. The only problem I have had with it is syncing. Supposedly, if various Apple TVs are signed into the same Apple account and using the same Wi-Fi network, everything is supposed to sync up. All the apps you have on one are supposed to appear on all Apple TVs on the network, including sign-ons. I cannot get this to work for some reason, but it's usually not a problem because I do most of my watching in the living room. The unit in the bedroom is hardly used because I can't lie down and watch television without falling asleep after a few minutes. I guess that's because I'm the resident old fart. 
The iPhone 9 or SE should be out this week, and we'll see how that goes in these trying times. Now let's move on to some entertainment news. It's been quiet in this space for a while now, and nothing has changed this week. The only worthwhile news has been various entertainers getting together for remote shows. I guess they miss and need fan adulation. Also, they have to keep their name out there. Another trend is shows based on the Tiger King documentary that blew up when the lockdown started. A couple of networks have shows coming out, and there is talk of a movie based on the Netflix series. We'll see if the hype continues after the country gets back to normal. Broadcastingcable.com The headline reads, Killing Eve Producers Surprised by Success of Dark Drama. So am I. Uh, I've watched a few episodes, but aside from a couple of good moments, uh, the show has failed to draw me in. I don't know. There's something about it I don't care for. Apple TV has made some of its shows free to stream, and Sling TV has a no-obligation seven-day free trial of the service. No sign-in or credit card required. I'm probably going to check this one out as I'm not enthralled with Hulu. If I knew about the cancellation of baseball season in advance, I would have never switched from YouTube TV. The only reason I switched was because of Google dropping the Yes Network from the service. Yes is the Yankee Entertainment Service. I find myself binge-watching shows that before this mess was thrust onto us, I wouldn't have considered. After watching a couple of seasons of The Sopranos on HBO... I am now been wa watching the show Ozark, which is on Netflix. It was recommended to me by my physical therapist. The series starts off slow, but really picks up steam as it goes along. I've been also watching a lot of stuff from uh, Pluto TV. They really got it right with that, that app and service. Crackle from Sony and others have tried to aggregate entertainment, but haven't even come close to this. Let's move on to some podcast news. It's been very, very quiet on the podcasting front. First up, InsiderRadio.com. Comedy podcasts trade humor for coronavirus. If podcast listeners are looking to comedy shows to escape from the grim news of the COVID-19 pandemic of the day, it may not work. An analysis of what podcasters are talking about by Magellan finds that after news focus shows, no other genre is talking about the coronavirus more than comedy podcasts. Well, unfortunately, this topic just can't be avoided. For comedians, this pandemic is more disastrous than it is for other entertainment careers. These people earn most of their money doing shows at small venues. A lot of these venues will not be opening back up at the end of the lockdowns. I can see why they would be talking about it. Some comedians are predicting this will be the end of comedy clubs and are looking for other jobs. It's a shame, really. Also from InsideRadio.com, history and fiction among the podcast genres benefiting from media habit changes. The numbers show that history-themed podcasts saw downloads jump 8% last week compared to the prior week, and fiction podcasts were up 
Podcasts about TV and film were up 20%. Science-themed podcasts fell 8%, while business-focused shows had a 14% drop-off. Just about all other genres were down, with fitness and technology showing flat. Well, that kind of figures. Everything will bounce back once this is over. Most podcast hosts like Libsyn, Buzzsprout, and Blueberry are reporting minimal drops in downloads. Personally, my podcast listening has gone down because of the way I usually consume them has changed. Other podcasting news was about the usual new coronavirus podcast and celebrities jumping on board with their own podcasts. A little story time. This is not a story, but just a word about modern technology. I guess it could have been included in the tech I'm using section, but eh, here we go. My wife is from Asia and, of course, visits her family now and then who are still residing in the home country. Years ago, once she departed, communication only happened sporadically via landlines. With today's technology, I know I not only can communicate orally, but I can text message using my phone in a myriad of messenger apps or communicate visually in numerous ways. Last night, I used Facebook Messenger to video call her and was marveling at how I can now communicate with anyone that has a semi-modern cell phone anywhere in the world. This has made the shelter-in-place situation a lot more tolerable. You youngsters don't know how good you've got it these days. Okay, it's time for a, I guess it's a rant. You know, boomers like myself have been under attack recently. I understand it. I thought my parents' generation was, was out of touch. I never thought they were stupid, though. Just out of touch, and I never lost my respect for them. Maybe I'm a little out of touch, too, but the lack of respect from some of the younger people is disturbing. In my opinion, most of this lack of respect comes from our universities and rhetoric from the likes of Bernie Sanders. I find it ironic that these people that are so quick to dismiss the so-called boomers were backing Sanders, a man that is older than most boomers. I guess the promise of free stuff is a powerful lure to these types. Okay, boomer alert. Nothing, and I mean nothing, is truly free. Name something that is free, and I'll disprove it to you. Of course, the Sanders campaign failed. Another boomer alert here. If it sounds too good to be true, well, it is. As far as being out of touch, when I and my fellow boomers can't understand the current technology, then we are truly out of touch. And don't forget, someday you will go through what I'm going through now. Lines will appear on your face, that hairline will recede, and you'll feel alienated from your own world. So just consider that. Oh, and I wrote this while I was wasted. Now you try it, in script or cursive if you even know what either of those words mean. Well, it's been a short one, but hey, circumstances. Episode 24 is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it, and I hope you found it worthwhile. You can contact me at ofntpodcast at gmail.com. 
if you are so inclined. Tell me how much I suck and suggest how I can improve this excuse of a show. I'd love to hear from you. So be safe. I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now make sure you got your mask on, you're six feet from anybody else, and get off my lawn. Okay, guys, see you next week. I'm out. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.